tools for living, room to grow, a space of grace to become everything God wants us to be. You're listening to The Living Room Podcast with Joanna Weaver, episode 13. Well, hello there, my sweet friends. I hope you're having a wonderful day. It's uh, still summer here in Montana, and I'm loving it. It's been a sweet, sweet time, even though it's been kind of crazy busy. We've had a chance to go camping a little bit and spent time with our extended family. One of the most exciting parts is we have a brand new grandbaby. Nathaniel David Downs was born back in July, a month early. So um, I'm excited because I get to go back and see him again just this next week. Uh, we've had time to spend with the twins, Jackson Quinn. They are um, just a year old, and oh my goodness, so much fun. Josh got his learner's permit. Lots of exciting, big, big stuff. But in between all of that, I've also had to figure out how to squeeze in writing time because that's my job. I'm under deadline, and and I need to do the work. But can I be honest? I've always kind of struggled with all or nothing thinking and moving back and forth between the responsibilities I feel uh, is really an art form that has not come naturally to us. And maybe you struggle with it as well because we are multidimensional, multi-passionate women with lots of different hats that we have to wear. And if you're like me, this all or nothing thinking can absolutely paralyze me into the nothing space. And so I end up feeling guilty, you know, and I really do struggle with this guilty when I'm writing that I feel like I should be with my family. And then when I'm with my family, I feel like I should be writing. And, you know, some of us just go straight to the nothing, you know, we're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not an all or nothing person, but in reality, we really are because we don't do anything. We're too afraid of failure. We're, we're afraid to try. We, we know we can't compare or measure up to anyone else. So we just sort of tap down our desires and our dreams and we say, mm, yeah, safer not to do anything at all. But then there are others of us who go straight to the all in the all or nothing and, you know, driven and ambitious. We're going to make this thing happen. It's pedal to the metal. <laughs> but it's kind of funny because I'm, I think that I kind of fall somewhere in between those two and not in the healthy place. <laughs> I sometimes refer to myself as a frustrated perfectionist with the motivational gift of laziness. <laughs> those two things don't work really well because, you know, really when it comes down to it, I want everything to be easy. I want it to be easy. If it's too hard, just quit. It actually happened today. There's a couple things going on with the podcast. Right now, um, the podcast feed is broken. And so episode 12 is only appearing on my blog. It's nowhere else to be found. Not super great. And then, <laughs> and then I just spent about 15 minutes recording this episode but I didn't have my mic plugged in. <laughs> my old all or nothing thinking would say, Joanna, just give it up. Obviously, it's not God's will. This is too hard. You should just quit. But I am learning that all or nothing thinking does not serve me because here's the deal. I want things to be easy, but life is hard. Life is hard. It, it requires that we work. <laughs> and that is not a four-letter word. I think sometimes we think that, oh man, work is a part of the curse. But listen, before the fall, before Adam and Eve rebelled against God, Genesis 2.15 tells us that God put Adam in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Work is holy. It's part of what we were created to do. 
But at the same time, sin definitely made it harder than God intended it to be. Because of their sin, Genesis 3.17 tells us, Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat of it all the days of your life. And yeah, sometimes it's really, really hard. And that really, really stinks. But God wants to help us even in the hard places. But we've got to let go of all or nothing thinking. Another part of my tendency to be all or nothing has to do with, I want to wait to do something until I feel like doing something. (laughs) And good luck with that. You know, I don't know about you, but it's not very productive to sit around and think, do I feel like fixing dinner? Uh, Do I feel like doing laundry? Because 90% of the time, oh, let's be honest, 99% of the time, I don't feel like doing any of that. I want life to be an event, not maintenance. I want to clean my house and I want it to stay clean, but that's not how it works. I have to clean it the next day as well as the next. I really struggled with this part. My all or nothing thinking, uh, when it came to housekeeping, really, really was a hindrance. In fact, I would get, I would get so paralyzed by all the clutter that I couldn't do anything at all. And my mother gave me some advice one day. She said, you know, the difference between a good housekeeper and a bad housekeeper, someone told her, is one hour. And, and, you know, I thought, well, that, yeah, that's good. But I mean, one hour, (laughs) but I did take her advice and I started turning the timer on for 10 minutes and then I would work as hard and as fast as I possibly could. And so I, I wouldn't let myself pull out the junk drawer and try to organize it. That's what all or nothing thinking says, that everything has to be perfect and in place. Instead, I would just focus on getting the main things taken care of. And there was something beautiful that happened as I started moving, that paralysis was broken and I was able to do more than just the 10 minutes. But it started by letting go of that all or nothing thinking. Uh, You know, another thing that has hindered me is this idea that if I can't do it all, I won't do it at all. And especially turns up when it comes to my writing, because writing is one of the hardest things I do. Uh, I want I want the perfectness that I see in my mind to get on the page. And it rarely happens, you guys. It rarely happens. In fact, in fact, it takes multiple, multiple drafts for me to actually get what's in my heart and what I feel God is saying onto the page. I want a product. I want a magic wand. <laughs> But instead, it's taking a process. But you know what's so beautiful? The process is divine because it makes me so dependent on the Lord. So where is it showing up in your life, this all or nothing thinking? Perhaps like me, it's I can't do anything until I have time to do everything. Remember the drawer story? Or perhaps maybe you struggle with when I do something, it needs to be absolutely perfect. I want to just encourage you. Listen, let God dismantle that all or nothing thinking because it's not serving you, my friend. I'm coming to believe that God is more of a both and God than an either or God, which is very, very good news because listen, this is a both and kind of life we're called to live. I'm a wife and a mother and I need to cook and I need to keep my house clean. I'm a daughter and a sister and a friend and a mentor. I'm a pastor's wife and a writer and a speaker and, and, and you can fill in the blanks of all your ands. We've been called to do many things. 
And I'm asking the Lord to help me be comfortable with that and not feel guilty, to move freely and graciously between all of my responsibilities. In 2 Corinthians 9.8, Paul writes these words, God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As we let go of all or nothing thinking, we're able to tap into that all abounding grace that God promises to give us. I've been wanting to and really looking forward to sharing on this topic, but it came up again in a post that my friend Gretchen Saffel put up on Instagram. She is the founder of The Well-Watered Woman, and she kind of told a story about a conversation that she and I had several years ago. She was in transition. They were, I think they were moving as well as she was pregnant with her second child. And she really wondered if her ministry, The Well-Watered Woman, maybe that season had ended? Did she need to let it go? And as I just listened to her share, um, this question came to my heart. And so I asked her, does it have to be all or nothing? Or is there something in between? You know what? This concept has helped me so much. I can't do everything, but I can do something. You know what? I believe that Satan wants to paralyze us. He wants to keep us from being fruitful and productive. And he does it by telling us it has to be perfect and that it has to be all or nothing. He wants to resist us, cause resistance emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. He really did that in my young adult life, you know, because I couldn't do my devotions perfectly as I had put expectations on myself, then I ended up doing nothing at all. And he wants to do that in every area of our lives. Our flesh woman tells us, no, you can't do anything because what if you fail or what if you can't do it perfect? But God wants to help us make forward progress. So when you can't do everything, ask him to show you how to do something. There is so much power in baby steps. Break that inertia, that frozen feeling by just doing something that's in front of you. One of the things that helped me is in, in getting my victory over my house is a concept that Fly Lady shares online. She calls it the 27 fling boogie. And she suggests setting the timer for just like five, 10 minutes and then running around the house with a black trash bag and finding 27 things to throw away. And after you do that, then uh, then find another bag and set the timer again and run a ho- around the house and find 27 things to give away. As you begin doing something, the paralysis of our all or nothing thinking will begin to lift. And I find that true with my writing. When I can't seem to figure out what to write on the page, then I, I back up a little bit and try to find something that I can do. Maybe it's a little bit more research I need, or or maybe it's um, just opening a whole new page and just free writing and allowing myself to write about something, setting the timer even for 15 minutes and just beginning to write. Don't try to do it on your own. You don't have to. You can ask God for wisdom and ask Him for strength. Ask Him to help you let go of that all or nothing thinking and even reveal where it's holding you hostage to its demands. Ask God to give you the courage to just do something today. And then trust Him to help you do the rest. Remember that verse we read in 2 Corinthians 9, 8? 
God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Well, that's my prayer for you today. Hey, if you have a friend that you think would enjoy this podcast or maybe needs some encouragement, I hope you'll share the link from my website or your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, if you wouldn't mind leaving a rating or a review, it can be as simple as just clicking on the amount of stars that you want to award. It means a lot and I appreciate it so much. And we'd love to have you join us over at the private Facebook group. Just search for Joanna Weaver Living Room and then request an invite answer some questions and we'll get you added to this beautiful community and be sure to chime in on the conversation on on this episode episode 13 we want to hear what help has helped you overcome all or nothing thinking until next time sweet friend keep living and loving and leading like jesus because our god he wants to help us become the people he created us to be